Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms has issued an administrative order today saying that she would work to expand access to Atlantans' right to vote. This is in response to Governor Kemp's signing of uh, Senate Bill 202, Georgia's new election bill, uh, into law. According to the mayor's office, the order would direct the chief equity officer (laughs) under the city's authority to develop a plan to coordinate with ATL 311. Oh, goodness. To disseminate information to residents on how to obtain the forms of identification required for absentee voting, Coordinate with the operational departments to include QR codes or links to websites providing information regarding voter registration and work with corporate, work with corporate, work with corporate and community partners to develop and roll out public service announcements and other communications to make clear new voting related deadlines and timelines. Ultimately, what Keisha is saying is she wants to make sure that people who are convinced, otherwise told that they are disenfranchised, that they're not equipped to be able to figure out how to uh, how to obtain an ID, how to function as a normal functioning human in society. Uh, Keisha's going to make sure that people understand that the voting times have actually been expanded, um, that there's actually more opportunity and time for people to obtain things that they actually have to have in order to prove who they are whenever it comes to any type of public health benefit or public assistance. Have you attempted to apply for Section 8 housing without an ID? I mean, this is the group of individuals she's speaking with whom she's speaking because she believes, like most Democrats, who have benefited from minorities living off of the teat of government. This is her game plan to offset the re. Well, boy, here I go. I would say the reconstruction of our election grid, but I'll be really honest with you, as usual. We have Dominion voting machines in the state of Georgia, and until we go back to paper ballots, none of this brouhaha is going to matter. Now, with the issue of the mayor of Atlanta, she these elections are held in Fulton County. You are by now, unless you live under a very large rock, uh, are aware of ground zero of Georgia's voter issues, election issues, which would be here in Fulton County, which I, where I reside. This is nothing new. This is a culture 
of corruption whenever it comes to um, elections in the city of Fulton in Georgia. Even the dead would rise to concur with what I just said. So it certainly did not start with this administration. It's, it, it, it is an ongoing historical issue. All of Georgia knows it. All of Georgia makes fun of Fulton County. And now I finally get to say, ha, the joke is finally on you. I've encouraged people not to simply sit around and mock the wickedness that others have to endure. Because ultimately, whatever we tolerate, the rest of us are going to have to pay for That's just how society works. That's how society works. When people are convinced that others do not care for them, do not want to um, provide for equal opportunity, there are others who do not see others as equal. When, When that narrative is perpetuated for financial gain, for the sake of avarice, that is criminal as it pertains to spiritual law. The legal economy of the kingdom of God is, is very simple. It's very simple. And, and the, the, the number one leading principle of, of the kingdom of God the author of our liberty, is liberty. If what you prescribe to inhibits or otherwise oppresses liberation on any level, this and this goes directly to the heart of a life in the womb as well. And we know it. We know it. Because our laws speak to it already. I mean, have you ever seen what happens to someone who runs over a pregnant woman and, and, and kills her and her in her in, in her baby in her womb, so we know it. I don't have to sit here and try to convince you that abortion is not a matter of my body, my choice. That's not it at all. It's not a matter of privacy. Come on. I mean, who are we fooling? It's a multi-billion-dollar industry. It is beyond reprehensible. And for you men out there who really struggle with this topic and this conversation. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you to the carpet. We need you to stand up and be a part of the conversation. I realize that that my species, called female, have um you know they have aligned with the kingdom of darkness to accuse you, to belittle you, bemoan, besmirch, bastardize you. You know we we have taken your voice. We have listened to that serpent since the garden. And the same thing has happened with men regarding women. This whole kingdom of darkness is, is predicated upon accusation. False accusation. That is the entire pillar on which the kingdom of darkness is built upon. False accusation. And we do it to each other constantly. And one of the reasons why I've been such a very vocal critic of this mayor's administration is because it began, bad beginnings have bad endings and bad everything in between, whether it's relationships or politics. 
And so the bad beginning of this administration was riddled with false accusations that were heaved upon her opponent and anyone who was aligned with President Trump. And it has never ended. And now our local politics have cost us the nation. So the Democrats usually have things kind of partially right, right? Like what happens to you happens to me. And because most of us on the right rail against homogenization, and I would encourage you to continue to rise above that because we're not called to be the same. The word says that all of us are different members of the same body. We all have different functions. Every one of us have different functions. Jesus already said, good luck with your poverty campaigns, be anti-poverty campaigns, and to end poverty. Do you know how egocentric that is? Do you know how proud, just prideful that is? We're going to end poverty. And only the entertainment world could think of that. Only my people could create an entire album around ending poverty, right? And actually think it's possible. While dropping rice bags through the Clinton administration to Haitians and completely starving them out of their own creativity, their own God-given talents and gifts in order to create their own economy. Yeah, that's darkness. That is wicked. Robbing a nation of people the ability to exercise their sovereignty, their autonomy, in the way of providing for themselves through their own vision, gift, gifts, talents, industry, right? And, of course, Bill Clinton apologizes for it afterward, but, you know, big deal. It's kind of like watching my governor right now you know, on this campaign tour that he's on of standing against um, Major League Baseball and in big businesses that are trying to hoist themselves over our state legislation, which is not the first time they've done it. Today, Brian takes to Twitter and says that he has never, uh, nor will he, support uh, mandatory vaccines or vaccination passports. But I don't see that in an executive order, and I'm here to tell you that the Georgia State Legislature, by way of the Senate, has absolutely passed something with language that could open the door to vaccination passports. As long as this shamdemic is categorized as a pandemic, and our governor and others maintain absolute authority over the state of Georgia by way of, of a national emergency, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Those are the powers that your power mongrels have assigned to themselves. I, listen, I'm not bloviating. I am not hyperbolic. My, my, uh, some kind of something is blooming. I don't know what it is. And I'm in my no kind of mood to be cute and funny tonight. Um, my head is like, mm. So I'm just telling you from a very real sober perspective that this is what's up and it's happening all over the country. Now, while Governor Abbott has, you know, he signed an executive order, Ron DeSantis as well. Others are following suit to say we will never, ever allow a mandatory vaccination or a vaccination passport to occur in our states. I'm going to call upon you all around the country not just here in the state of Georgia. You know why? Because our politics are not just ours anymore. Stacey Abrams made sure of that. The Democrats have made sure of that for years. They've been cross-pollinating 
through financial donations, contributions, I mean, from global exporting of our elections. I mean, you talk about offshoring our elections, that is exactly what's been occurring. And we're talking a matter of critical infrastructure. Nothing is more sacred than your vote as a citizen, other than life, clearly. But as a citizen, I mean, you can't even, you can't even vote on life if, if you do not have a viable, a, an honest, a free, forget about the term equitable, that's ridiculous. What equity do we have? We were all spit out here on this earth, created by the same creator, in my humble opinion, as a minister. He said we were equal. We just happened to agree with it. And we haven't always lived that out uh, godlike. Duh. I mean, no one can defend, um, you know, our slavery beginnings. But it wasn't the entirety of this country. It was not the entirety of this country. And what? who was the one party? And don't give me this crap about, well, that was the, or those were the Democrats before they switched. No. That is not how that went down. Who freed the slaves? Who fought for the freedom of human beings in this country? I promise you it was not the Democrats. And because we live in such a partisan era and time and land, I have to keep talking about which party did what. Because there's an assigned um, there's an attributed huh, social societal guilt that comes with that uh, because we refuse to go to the cross with slavery. We just refuse to go to, I mean, all of our Easter brouhaha. <laughs> I just love it. I mean, you can't even get old Senator Warlock to agree that it's by the blood only that we enter and it's for that broken body through the only Savior sitting on the mercy seat that we I can actually even conceive of entering into the presence of a holy God through eternity, beginning now. He, he, he cannot concede. He will not yield to that truth. Convincing thousands, 16,000 people liked that tweet, telling people that we can save ourselves. This is a reverend sitting in a pulpit of a very famous church that hosted a man who knew more about the kingdom of God than any of us put together. And was he perfect? Nope, he was not. And did they try to have a gotcha moment with Dr. King just a few years ago? Yep, sure did. And I just shook my head and thought, well, all right, that what else is new? I mean, I know of no man who's infallible, sorry, or a woman. So the gotcha brigade doesn't really... It's like with Matt Gates. I mean, I, many of you have messaged me privately. Hey, do you think this is true? I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't have an inside track other than Matt has enjoyed beautiful women. Is he a pedophile? Boy, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. I mean, this is nothing, again, but a propaganda campaign against someone who was very vocal, very public, very much so in support of the president. A nice-looking guy. Um, who, you know, maybe he does have an entourage of women. I have no idea, but I've never been told that he's some kind of a sick pedophile. 
I, and here's the other deal. A, fr- a buddy of mine is like, hey, do you think he was like showing pictures of naked chicks on the floor of Congress? I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, he's a dude. Who knows? I mean, I'm just being real. I have a lot of dude friends. I don't know. I mean, it happens. Uh, but I have some girlfriends who could come over for wine that would make a grown man blush with their pictures. I'm just telling you, of men. So this works both ways. And for all we know, um, these pictures were sent to him. If he, in fact, even has pictures. I have no idea. I'm not friends with Matt Gates. I don't know. No clue. But I know human nature. And I know it works both ways. And I know women are just as filthy, McNasty, hoish. I mean, you name it, we're capable of it. Give us a break. So there are plenty of women who hook up with 17-year-old uh, young men, whatever the heck that's about. Yuck. Right? But, I mean, how, how many teachers have we seen go down? Literally, just go to prison over some crazy stuff, hooking up with their students. I don't know. I have no idea what he's done. But it, the truth will be revealed because it always is, and that is not a phrase that's coined by Linwood or anyone else. That is biblical. All lies will be revealed. Everything hidden in the dark will be revealed. In my life, in your life, President Trump's life, everyone's life. And one day, we're all going to stand there before the Lord and the Savior, and we're going to give an account for all of our crap. So it's better to keep your account short. That's how I see it. Now, getting back to the power grabs of my state of Georgia, not I'm not entirely surprised because there's there's always been a power struggle between City Hall and the governor's mansion here in the state of Georgia. But I want to encourage you to write or call my governor's office in the state of Georgia, Brian Kemp. I don't care where you live. You have been misrepresented by the state of Georgia, in my humble opinion. I don't care where you live. Matter of fact, if you're listening from an international, um, if, if you're from an international place, I, I would encourage you to do the same. I can't tell you how many people from Canada, Germany, Spain, Brazil contact me. Oh my gosh, Monica, what is going on? Whatever happens to you guys happens to us. So hey, pick up your phone, make an international call, shoot over an email, and uh, let our governor know that he needs to sign an executive order stating that he will never, it will never become law in this state to require a vaccine passport, masks. I don't give a rat's ass if it's another national emergency. I don't care if there are 20 Dr. Fauci's that come forward, Dr. Frauds, Dr. Deaths that come forward and try to tell us that, uh uh-oh, or it's the CDC who is coincidentally not a legislative body who wants to tell you when it's okay for you to go. Well, the CDC says it's okay for us to resume our lives. I'm sorry, who died and left the CDC in charge or have any form of legislative authority? No one. That's who. Stop it. But they want you to believe they have authority. They want you to believe they have dominion. We need laws in place right now. Go Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is working on that act as we speak. That that will never become the law of this land. Now, good luck traveling internationally. Because many countries have already signed on with this crap. But this experimentation on humans is, it is so vile. It is so vile. And until someone stops 
and says, we are at the endemic stage. This is no longer a pandemic. And that's what you guys need to start shouting over. That's what you need to start demanding on a national level. That this is downgraded across the entire country. And there need to be, there need to be provisions in place. There need to be mandates in place that prohibit. I mean, there, there needs to be, I don't even, this is something I'm going to have to mull over and think about and, and speak with, you know, much smarter heads than mine in the scientific community and the medical community and policy and put our heads together to think about how we do not get rolled again like we have this time. I'm, I'm working on getting in touch with the gentleman who is leading the case um, in the international Nuremberg trial um, case. Basically, it's the, it's the world's largest civil suit against world leaders, uh, organizations, corporations, entities. I don't even know if anyone in the U.S. has signed on. I have no idea, but I'm working on that because I'm very interested in that. And I've already put my feelers out and people are stunned. Many people didn't even know uh, people who are in the, um, in, in various communities that I'm affiliated with have had no idea that this was occurring. Many of you didn't either. And I wonder why that is. So lawfare is very real. You have a lot of going on. You have a lot of shenanigans going on in different counties, different States right now. The establishment of Republicans are trying like hell to maintain their stronghold. There's my Pomeranian. As you all know, you listen regularly, you know, Bella likes to chime in. So strongholds are, you know, strongholds are things that we can pull down in the spirit. That's what the word says. Our prayers, our words have power. Our words have immense power. So much so that, hey, maybe even the Biden brouhaha has decided that, you know, maybe finishing the wall wasn't such a bad idea. I mean, but how many people do we already have in the country? I guess better late than never. I don't know. I don't know, but we live in some interesting times. Someone asked me today, I'm going to leave you with this. Someone asked me today, Monica, are we just totally screwed? I'm like, well, no, I'm not a fatalist. I mean, I can't call myself a Christian. I can't celebrate resurrection and then sit around here and moan and groan about being, you know, we're just toast. We're not Rome. We're America. And sure, history repeats itself because we're humans, and that's what happens. Um, but we do live in dispensational periods, and, and we do, as Christians, uh, as a Christian, I subscribe to um, the the dispensational um moving forward, if you will, in the spirit realm and, and being able to tell where we are in the times of, uh, of the spiritual economy. It's very important. Um, but ultimately, human nature is human nature. Liars are liars and truth tellers are truth tellers. Up is up and down is down. You know, a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl. Pretty simple for me. I'm a simple kind of chick. So, and the gospel's simple. The gospel's easy. It's not confusing. It's not hard. It's not angry. It's not, uh, it's not envious. It's not adulterated. It's not filled with contempt. It is what it is. It's very straightforward. It's all about liberation. It is about the unique individuality of each God-breathed human being. There's nothing equitable about that. Again, there's that word that you're going to see. Equity officers. The hell's an equity officer? I mean, that's part of the problem with this generation, by the way. 
And that's that's going to be our hardest part about rebuilding this country because we've already employed it. Quit waiting for 2022. we got to save the nation. Too late. <laughs> Too late, dude. That's not fatalistic. That's not nihilistic. It's real. It's real. It's like some of you, you know, we act as a nation sometimes like the people who are divorced, right? But the, but the pining spouse still thinks the other one's coming back, even though they've moved on. Maybe they're maybe even remarried. I had a friend who was like that. God rest his soul. But he he just could not believe that his wife left him and that it was over. And it kept telling him, it's coming, it's coming. Quit drinking, quit doing this, quit doing that. I, I just can't take it anymore. And one day, you know, people don't just wake up and go, oh, I think I'm going to file for divorce. Happens over time, right? Well, welcome to the great divorce of America. And so you're going to have to decide. You're going to have to decide which kingdom you're going to serve, and either you're bringing God back into every single landscape of this country, or you can hang it up. You'll have some weird, defunct, mangled, Frankensteinish, you know, society, which is happening at rapid speed. And, you know, for those of you who are sending me, what do you think about Tulsi Gabbard? Gabbard, what do you, what do you, what do you think about Vernon Jones? What do you think about others who have left the Democrat? Oh, we're so excited. They're all leaving the Democrat Party and they're coming to us. And, oh, isn't it great? And I'm like, well, hell no. What is so great about that? Have you left your dumb death, hell, and destruction ideas behind whenever you decide to make the switch? God, are we that desperate? We're like little desperate, ugly, pimple-faced, braces-wearing, fat, you know, pigeon-toed, cross-eyed girls at a dance, no offense, waiting for someone to come and pay us attention in the Republican Party. Seriously. I mean, that's what we do. We sit around and just pine over somebody leaving and coming to be with one of us. Come be one of us. Yes, we're seeing, we're going to, we're going to bring them. (laughs) How do we reach them? Well, you start by realizing that they, you know, everyone in this country should be liberty-centric. If you're not, forget about it. Forget about it. And if you're not life-centric, forget about it. We don't need you. We don't need you in the Republican Party. It's like me being single. I can do bad all by myself. I say that all the time. I don't need somebody to come into my life and do bad. I can do bad really good all by myself. So either you bring in some blessing into my world and either we think alike because the Bible says unless two agree, how can they walk together? Hello? So Republicans, you're either going to become like them or they're going to have to become like you. And unless somebody has had an all out come to Jesus moment in their politics, we do not need to have an open border mindset whenever it comes to the Republican Party. No, sorry. I'm not that chick. Mm-mm. Nope. The friend of my enemy is my friend, whatever. Yeah, well, I don't need you on my team. Because where there's a team, there's trust. And I don't trust people who do not hold life in high regard. I don't trust people who do not hold the individual um, in high regard as God created them as a unique being. I do not hold people in high regard who do not respect equality over equity. I do not hold people in high regard who do not respect our borders and the uh, and the nece- the nece- necessity for it. I do not hold people in high regard who hold criminals in higher esteem uh, because people got a bad, you know, they, they were dealt a bad deck of cards at some point in our history. Nope, I do not subscribe to that. And I'm a merciful, God-fearing, grace-filled woman. I'm also a mother. I'm a taxpayer. 
I am a law-abiding citizen as far as I know. Um, you know, I try to live by the spirit of the law. Uh, spiritually, I believe the letter of the law kills. But there are things where it's like, okay, we're going to have to inspect your fruit. And until you've had some time to grow some fruit, to grow some roots, and it's not because all Republicans are all rosy. Got a lot of chameleons that we need to weed out of this party. And there's a real battle going on on a county level and state level right now. I can tell you that firsthand all over the country, not just Georgia. So keep up the good work. Never surrender, not even a little bit. Do, take the word compromise out of your vocabulary completely. Compromise. Compromise is the C word. Compromise causes all forms of malignancies. Compromise, and I'm not talking about in the traditional sense of uh, diplomacy, right? I'm not talking about that. But I'm telling you that right now in this country, in this dispensation, in this era of, 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 of time, as it pertains to God's precepts, in his time, he's a timeless being who has granted us time, in our time here in this country, we are either bringing God back into every single platform with diplomacy, with equality, with love, with grace, with justice, with truth and mercy, or we can shut it all down. We can shut it all down and consider ourselves over. It's my two cents. Hope you guys have a good night. I love you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for your encouragement. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love your messages. You can follow me. I'm doing a, lot, a little bit more on LinkedIn these days as well because I'm no longer on Facebook. You can have that Chinese spy tool. I'm out. And three-letter agency spy tools. I mean, you know, if you want to know something, just ask me. I have to spy on my life. <laughs> uh, okay. Y'all be good. Be good to your neighbor. Beginning your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one. I just hope your heart's full. I just hope your heart's full.